0: We're now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube from the game. Gang-
1: going down everybody? Welcome back to another episode of New Reviews, episode 5 to be exact. We are halfway through the 10 essential rap albums selected by uh, social media polling and talking in the uh, the thread, the, the chat, whatever. Uh, just a lot of good back and forth there when establishing this list. Today's album is one that everybody's heard of at some point or another. You know, members of this group, a uh, movie was recently made about it. Documenting the rise and not so much fall, just the, I suppose, falling apart of this group. Easily one of the most notorious of all rap albums because of the timing and, of course, the, the flagrant references to violence and this sort of street life, no holds barred, fuck authority. And, you know, we're, 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 at, we're out here just trying to survive, and authority is trying to wipe us out or make us something that we're not, is basically the whole message of this album, that, and, you know, obviously, they were repping their city. We all know what the city is because we know the name of the album. We're going to be looking at NWA straight out of Compton today, folks, so let's get into it. Uh, this was the second album released by N.W.A. This one definitely made some noise. Um, it was released in 1988, believe it or not. And uh, it was released by Eazy-E, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, M.C. Wren, D.O.C., and then two guys that helped co-produce it alongside with Dr. Dre, uh, DJ Yella and the Arabian Prince. Very controversial album when this came out. Um, parental advisory sticker right on the front of it. Easy e pointing a gun down at the cameras. They're all kind of staring down, you know, sort of to simulate, you know, that you, the viewer, you're on the ground. And if that was the case, this is what you would see with NWA coming at you. So a real, real raw, gritty album. Um, they did not hold back in this. The album features a lot of really good samples. Um, as pretty much anything that Dr. Dre gets his hands on. He loved his old-school Funk, rock, any just any anything that spoke to him, he really, really liked pulling stuff back from the 70s. Uh, even some of the early 80s as well, and 60s in some cases. Uh, you got some samples from the Average White Band, James Brown, the Ohio Players, Cool and the Gang Show Up, uh, Steve Miller Band, and of course, uh, Parliament Funkadelic gets in there because, like I said, Dr. Dre's hands on it, you, you know you're getting some Parliament. Uh, they also referenced some, some other rap albums, including Easy E's, Solo album tapped into a few from the Beastie Boys and public enemy another group that we also met uh, Not too long ago with one of their albums So this album came out I believe uh, three million sold for the most part, you know huge huge for rap sales um, th- th- This was a time where you know you you had your run DMC craze that was going on you had a handful of other acts that were kind of making a name for themselves But everything was sort of nice and safe and clean, you know run DMC not known for vulgarity well this comes in and just completely turns this whole cursing and rap upside down pretty much because these guys did not hold back and it was evident straight out of the gate Um, now I did want to point out some kind of just interesting things about the album. It only took six weeks to make According to Dr. Dre, in an interview he gave at one point, I gotta ask because it's when I was looking it up. It says that the album itself is written by MC Ren, Doc, and Ice Cube lyrically, anyway. You know, and as I said before, Dr. Dre, DJ Yella, and Arabian Prince produced it. The group was formed when Easy E got Ice Cube and Dr. Dre together to just kind of produce something, and then they wound up capitalizing on this whole gang image thing and the gangster rap genre kind of started with ice t according to what i found out but the nwa really took it to another level i just i, f- I find it weird that you know what they're rapping about like I, I get it that you know some of these guys you know really were you know immersed in this lifestyle but i just think it's weird that you got other people writing your rap songs for you i always kind of thought if you were rapping it it came from you um so this is You know, unlike every other group that we've reviewed here, you know, Public Enemy, Chuck D. writes that. Flava Flav probably adds his parts. Uh, You go back to Tribe Called Quest, the last album that we reviewed, Q-Tip and Fife write their own stuff, right? Like, it's like they don't bring in a ghost writer or what have you. So, strange, really, really strange. Um, We already know how I feel about Dr. Dre and his rapping ability. Uh, Wonderful producer not such a great rapper I don't think I think he's mediocre at best and thrives on those that are around him in supporting roles who actually outshine him Snoop Eminem you know all these guys you know just did you know Ice Cube he's he's always been surrounded by a better rapper but he's the guy who makes the records and that's you know his shtick and his whole niche there but you know it's just it's just weird to me that that, that somebody else writes and just they you know but I, I get it because when when you talk about me you know me stating that I think dre is a bad rapper or just not a great rapper um e is worse than him easy just like it he's he's got a distinct voice you know which I, it's always always key to, to being a good rapper I think is if, if somebody can hear your voice you go oh, that that's that's so and so you know. Like we've like we've said in the past, you know, like you know, rappers like ODB, you always know who that is. Q Tip, you always know who that is. Meth Man, you always know who that is. You know, Biggie Smalls, Tupac, you Dre, even Dre, but you know, like they have recognizable voices and all that. But just you know, you know, some, something with with, with 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 Dre and Easy, just you know, I I I almost don't know what the hell Easy's role was. Uh, i think i remember in the movie like he was the one who kind of had the image and he was the one kind of footing the bill for all of it but if you you know if you were around in the 90s after nwa broke up and the chronic came out easy E tried to kind of clap back with something but it never really worked because he didn't have enough within him to you know make up for losing ice cube and losing dre because they were the brains behind the whole thing so let's get into the songs man all right so you got track one uh same as the title of the album, Straight Out of Compton. And this was the first single off the album. Logically speaking, it announced their presence to the world. It came out like a kick in the mouth. Ice Cube, you know, with that, you know, the, the opening line, you know, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. You know, straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Kind of sets a tone for where you're heading, you know? No holds barred. You're going to hear some shit on this record. Um, and that's exactly what they what they gave you. You know, he comes out, kills it with a solid opening verse. Um, you know, just just the heart that they're hard. They're not going to play. MC Ren comes in with a second verse, pretty pretty much just lockstep with what Cube was saying. You know, here we are. Don't fuck with us. Don't even try it because we're legit. Um, Easy E takes the third verse, like my precursor to this getting into the tracks. I he's just not a very good rapper. You know. Luckily, you've been built up by these other two great verses, but man, I I think, you know, for I think it needed Ice Cube to start. I think it needed Ren to follow up Ice Cube, but it just, it almost kind of sucked the life out of the song. But, you know, it's still, it's still a damn good song, you know, and, and, and Easy Ease Delivery is kind of saved by the fact that, well, apparently Ice Cube wrote all of his lyrics. So, you know, at least you got that. Um, yeah, so this is the first song, obviously a very popular song. Uh, song number two, not released as a single. This is the most, pop- most well-known song. I don't know if it's necessarily the most popular. The most well-known song on the album, and for obvious reasons. Late 80s, early 90s, L.A. Riots, Rodney King, you know, Police Brutality was finally starting to get revealed To the world you know to white America and those who were outside of the neighborhoods that they were experiencing this daily so one of the precursors to that reveal or one of the one of the ways that it was trying to be more revealed uh, as to what was happening in the inner cities between the police and minorities um, was the song fuck the police now when fuck the police came out they got no radio play for this for obvious reasons. Um, you know, they never would because of the subject matter. They were not allowed to perform it at a lot of shows. In fact, all got arrested t- like 10 seconds into, uh, you know, Ice Cube kicking into the first verse. Um, you know, it's. It, it, this, this is one of those things where you know, it, media, people in power, everybody who heard of a song like that, you know, whether they listen to it all the way through, you know, you know, you, you, all your all your censorship, you know, in favor of type people, you know, up on Capitol Hill or what have you, you know, they all, they just hear a title and go fuck the police and they go, these, these men are totally advocating for the police to be shot, murdered, and it's, it's no. It's they are trying to explain to you what is going on And it's a problem and the right way to fix it would be for legislation or, you know, the long arm of the law to come in there and, you know, take out its own police officers who are engaging in these illegal acts toward these people on the streets. You know, like that's that they're trying to make you aware of it in the same vein as, you know, like John Singleton movies did in right in and around the same time, you know, Spike Lee was also trying to con- you know convey what was going on in the inner city. This was just another example of that. This was not all right, you know, hey, all black people get a gun, shoot a cop. That's not what they are saying. It's not what they were saying. It's never going to be what they were saying. It was this is what's happening and we're pissed and the entire song kind of goes like a mock trial with Dr. Dre presiding as a judge, and he brings them, each member up to the stand, and they do their verse about why they're pissed off at the cops. And they lay it out there, you know? You're fucking with me because I'm brown. Shit like that, you know? It's just, it's it's a clear message, you know? Everybody who bitched about the song probably didn't listen to it, and if they listened to it, they just definitely didn't understand it, you know? Uh, but that's, you know, that, like I said, you know, Definitely recommend that song. It's, I mean, aside from the fact that it's just this controversial song, it's a very good song. Um, and de- definitely, uh, you know, the nice two in a one-two punch that is straight out of Compton into Fuck the Police. Track three, Gangsta Gangsta. Second single, she's Cuban easy. Yeah, Cube's great, easy, not so much. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing crazy going on in this song, just, you know, staying in that whole mode, you know, of... This is this is how we live. This is what goes on in the streets, and our reaction to it. And here we are letting the world know this is what's happening. All right, it's you know no different really than straight out of Compton. It's just kind of the same same whole thing. They just say Compton a lot less. Um, so that is pretty much. I mean, that's the so two of the three singles there, and of course the Fuck the Police. Those songs, those are the ones everybody know. There's another single that's released on deeper down in the album we're gonna get to that but so these were the songs that i'd never heard of some of these ones and i think my favorite song might be this one track four if it ain't rough it is an mc Ren solo it's got a great bass loop on it and Ren, Ren just Ren just killed it you know and i don't know why mc wren because everything everything he did on this album i really liked he kind of like he surprised me you know we know i'm not crazy about dre I, I, as soon as you hear easy e rap once you're like really this guy's like considered to be like great i don't think he is i think he's not good at all you do have ice cube here ice, ice cube you know in his in his day fantastic fantastic rapper um but you know like mc wren he's a guy you didn't really hear about too much afterwards you know we all know about Dre and Easy because they went toe to toe on the feud. Ice Cube did his own thing. Now he's, you know, in Disney movies or whatever. But you know, MC Ren didn't really make a whole lot of noise afterwards. At least nothing. At least not loud enough that I that I heard it. Then again, I wasn't looking at the time. But I just thought it was a really, really good song all around, especially for just one guy to do it. And I just I just want to say I feel like MC Ren should be more recognized in this group. You know, just saying. That's all. Um, the final, or not the final, the fifth song. F-words, couldn't get them out right. Uh, parental discretion is advised. All five members get a verse on this one. It's your first listen to D.O.C. and Dre. They don't rap on this album up until track five. D.O.C. starts it off, and he's good. He's very good, you know? Um, good flow. Honestly, even Dre was good on this song. Easy got the closing verse, and just yeah, yeah just kind of just, just just really just did easy. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking letdown, like, every single time. It's just really... It's, it's kind of frustrating you know i just didn't in, in hindsight it's like my god how could they have avoided just even having him in there but i guess it was necessary i just i i'm just never i don't i don't think i'm gonna hear anything on this album ever or i'm gonna go wow he's, he's fantastic he really really is um and the ne- the next track kind of embellishes on that feeling a little bit uh it's called eight ball the remix i believe it's off it was either off their first album or Eazy-E solo album. I can't remember, um, but it's an Eazy-E solo song. It shows a lot of really good, like mixing and spinning and looping and all that. You know, like like, like the DJ work. Kind of kind of reminded me of, like how like Terminator X got a lot of shining time on the Public Enemy. It takes a nation album. Um, but at some point, it just sounded like it was just too cluttered with samples. But when you could hear them breaking and switching in and out, it was good. But there were just a couple times where you just had so much shit mashed in there. And it's just, with with easy E-wrapping, it really just kind of gave you a headache here and there. But the the DJ work was good on this one. I believe that's DJ Yella, who we have to thank for that. Um, something like that was the f- song that followed this up. This one was MC, Ray and J- Dre, M- MC Ren and Dre. Not MC Ray, I think it works because they kind of they take some turns, kind of performing like in unison, where they're both saying the same lines at the same time, and they kind of flow off each other. It a little bit akin to like the way that Q Tip and Fife Dog did in uh, the Low End Theory, our last review. You know, just it was it was just nice. You know, and honestly, Dre didn't fucking blow this one. So you know, good for you, Dre. Um, the next song is the final single that they released, which it's it's weird because, well, it's, it's a Dre solo song, which he was the producer of the album. No way they actually sat there and thought, yeah, Dre's totally the best rapper. We should let him go. Like, this is where I would have liked to have seen the If It Ain't Rough song released and MC Ren gets a spotlight. And maybe this was the reason why Dre was able to do the Chronic because the last single, I think, definitely off of this album. I don't know if it was the last single ever, but the last single off of off of this album, their biggest album, was a Dr. Dre solo called Express Yourself. It's probably the best rapping that I've ever heard from him on like a consistent basis. You know, I it, it, the the two amazing songs that he had off the chronic, you know, Fuck with Dre Day and Nothing but a G thing were I think more because of what Snoop brought to it. I think Snoop was so good that, that he elevated Dre to another level. I think, you know, if Snoop doesn't deliver his lines in, in those songs, I don't think Dre's as powerful. But this one for just Dre doing it, honestly, not bad. I was I was shocked that I got through the whole thing. I was like, oh, I'll be damned. But yeah, this, this, this song had to be extremely necessary in him becoming successful as a solo artist. Ren and Dre get back on another track after Express Yourself called Compton's in the House. You know, just... Little, little bit more of the same thing that the uh, the something like that was. They're, you know, they're doing it in unison, going back and forth. DJ is spinning well again. You know, just it was, yeah, you know, just 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 another another nice one. Nothing, nothing great from Dre. You know, but it just it it, it worked. It definitely worked. Um, the back end of this was it was an interesting closeout. So weird things about like the late eighties, were, I guess rap was in kind of a weird place where you. You, you, you had things that kind of, like, had been popular versus, like, trying new stuff out. This this song almost, I don't know, like, it had, like a, like, a weird, like, an LL Cool J, like, rapping about just, like, a woman vibe to it. And it's an Ice Cube solo song called I Ain't The One. It's not a great tune. He, you know, it's, it's like, he he's talking about, like, I guess, like, being a player. It's just, I I don't know. It's, it was just a weird tune. He's just talking about how he doesn't, you know... Fucking get tied down or give give women money when they want it or I don't know. I don't I don't really know what the fuck he was trying to say in the song. It just kinda seemed like this was like one of them like shit, we need another track. Yo, Cube, what's that fucking stupid song you wrote about the women? That's kinda how I feel like this one got on the album. But he did it and there's like some like yapping woman like going back like like Cube, I need some money and he's like, Nah, I ain't the one. Fuck you know, it's just it's a really weird song. Like like you got this this hard line image and like I get it like you know I guess that plays into the gangster feel like like no one no, you know no woman will tie us down but it was really just a weird direction to go to be honest with you so that one didn't really blow my mind so after I ain't the one the weirdest song on the album dope man I'd heard dope man before I think it was featured in that movie dope man uh, ice cube and easy e an homage to the idol of the inner city You know, the drug dealer. It's just got like a nice classic old school beat. I definitely enjoyed the beat of this song. Then they kind of turn into like from praising like the Dope Man and kind of explaining like rapping all about, you know, drug dealers. Then they turn around and just start kind of just making fun of crackheads and shit like that. It was so it took a weird direction, but the beat started out good. Um, Like I said, the the end of this album gets kind of fucking goofy. Um, Quiet on the Set was the next song. Just another, another MC Ren jam great spinning great mixing great beat everything about it was nice all I could feel after listening to this song was MC Ren should be more famous than Easy e easily just because of the open public feud that you know Easy e overshadowed him but like I MC Ren's just immensely more talented rap wise than Easy e and definitely Dre he's a better rapper than Dre there you go but Dre can write a whole fucking album by himself in the studio um the final song on the album, again, weird ending to an album, and this goes into this. This is something I guess that was drawn up by the Arabian Prince, the other producer. Looks like he had a heavy hand in this one, and it's got this like upbeat electro beat kind of thing, and it's just like it's it's. It, it, like they're just saying it. It's like, no, nah, this is something to dance to. It's just, this like really crazy. Like it, it, almost sounds like something out of like the Breaking Two soundtrack. Like it, it, it again, it doesn't, doesn't seem like it should be anchoring this gangster rap iconic. You know, we're gonna come and kill you. Oh, but here's something to dance to. It was, it was I said. It was a damn pleasant surprise at the end of the album it just didn't fit in with anything else that was going on but nonetheless I enjoyed it I enjoyed the send off so the end of the album got really really weird you know so you start off you got a couple of the popular ones the controversial fuck the police gangsta gangsta then it just the the the, uh, the if it ain't rough song by MC Ren parental expression device and then just it sort of just kind of it just gets weird, you know, with with every every other song for a little while. Like, just they, I don't, I don't, I I don't know how a lot of these songs all ended up on the same album. It's just really, really, really strange, you know, because they give you this in, entire impression of like we're going hard, we're going hard, and then some of it's just sort of like, eh, I don't know. It's like almost silly some of the verbiage and all that. But you know, they they ended strong with that something something to dance to was was pretty good, you know, even after. Ice Cube singing about not paying out money to get girls' nails done, weird album at times. So, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna say it. Yeah, it's it's essential. I get it. You know, I understand. You know, you're trying trying to wrap your head around what the rap world was like in 1988 versus 2021. Um, yeah, no, I I get it. Nothing nothing like this album had ever been thrown out there for the public to consume in such a way they got publicity for everything that happened to them, which made them bigger. We obviously know that ice cube blew up. Dre blew up. Easy had a chance to blow up, but he had no talent to do it with. So that was that, like I said, the biggest, you know, just shitty thing about this whole thing was that I feel like MC Ren should be way more recognized. Um, than Easy E should be, because MC Ren is a better rapper than Easy E. But Easy E had the the whole persona. I believe he footed the bill for all this stuff and uh, locked up all like the royalties and strong armed everybody out of the contracts with his lawyer shit or what have you. But not a bad album. Definitely not a bad album. Um, the five that I've done, I gotta go with it at number four. I'm putting it ahead of the Chronic, because again, the Chronic was two very very excellent songs. And not much else. So, so far, we're going number five, The Chronic. Number four, NWAs, Straight Outta Compton, which we just reviewed. Number three, we'll go with Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation. Number two, Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, and the best of the five, Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory. I don't know. I'm going to knock that one off? I have no idea. Um, I don't know if I'm going to announce the next album. Yeah, no, I, I have to because it's been a good thing. And... Gets my ass back in front of the microphone. So, I guess, you know what? We're, we're going to go with one that I know one song off of and nothing else. And I haven't sat down to try and listen to that. So, going to try and stay on that one. So, our next album is going to be by a guy I believe is from New York. pretty sure he's from New York. Queens, maybe? I don't know. Um, but the album is going to be Illmatic. And, of course, the rapper is going to be Nas. So... Nos, Nas 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 It's an S Nas Illmatic by Nas So that's going to be the next album You've just finished the Resounding uh, I guess on uh, N.W.A. Straight Outta Compton No I'm kidding It's definitely better than that The Chronic was the eh, but Straight Outta Compton Definitely an essential rap album No question about it That was our review. NWA, straight out of Compton. Hope you enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Illmatic by Nasis is the next the episode.
0: I'm A young that. nigga got it bad because I'm brown. And not the other color so police think. They have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one. For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe-to-toe in the middle of a cell. Fucking with me because I'm a teenager. With a little bit of gold and a pen. Just searching my car, looking for the product, thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. You'd rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a Benzo. Beat the police out of shape, and when I finish, bring the yellow tape to tape off the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swallowed bread and water. I don't know if they bags or what. Search a nigga down and grabbing his nuts, and on the other hand, without a gun, it can't get none. Slam ya down to the street top. Black police showing out for the white cop. Ice Cube will.